Are you ready to learn? Because my super experienced guests are ready to share some really valuable information. Make sure and listen all the way to the end to get help and support. So let's start with the best audio experience. Hello, my friends. Welcome to our show. Today we discuss about podcasts, how you can launch your podcast, how you can advertise to grow your audience and how it can help to grow your business. I'm so excited to discuss this topic with Brad Dester. How are you? I am good. It is a somewhat cold day in California. Nice, nice. I think California always has good weather. Now it doesn't matter what kind of day you have. <laughs> In most cases, okay, yeah, it happens. <laughs> okay, before we start, just tell more about yourself, experience, background, and why you decided to share with us about podcasts. I've been podcasting for about seven years. I was uh, I was working, I think, first at Ghirardelli at California Venture. People were like, oh, you have a radio voice. You should do this. And I'm like, Okay, well, I'm just working here right now. And then I went to a, a coffee shop a couple of years later and kept on hearing that. I was like, okay, I need to figure this out because too many people keep on telling me that I have a radio voice. So I figured out what I was going to talk about. And then I just started doing it. I think I started on an app. So I didn't even have an equipment. I just started on an app because I was like, I got nothing. I don't know what I'm doing. So I'll just start an app. I don't think the app's around anymore, but I started there. And then I kind of moved on and figured out how to do everything uh, the difference between the different mics that are out there and there's a ton of them so i get why it's confusing but yeah that's kind of how i started about seven years ago and i've grown and made many many mistakes including breaking my rss feed three times you probably know how terrible that is when you do that but i did it unfortunately but i learned from it and grew and now i'm just here helping people out with podcasts if they need it Nice, nice. Okay, let's talk about this radio voice. Can you tell it's natural or you uh, created this voice, you spent some time to get it? Any insights about that? Because I know many people are, you know, they have no confidence you know, to go ahead uh, when I tell them, for example, uh, I have some clients and I share some ideas uh, about podcasting i always get reply i'm not confident with that i don't know how to do it i don't know how to speak my voice is not good so any insights about that how uh, how to create this voice or it's natural feeling anything <laughs> well it's all natural for me so i'm not actually like trying to do something i mean some people can do it but Usually your natural voice is your best. Now, I will say, I don't, I didn't like hearing my voice when I had to edit. Actually, I hated it. I was like trying to get through it because everybody hates their own voice. So if you are trying to do a podcast, you have to understand you will hate the sound of your own voice for a while. You'll get used to it. And then eventually you just won't care. But in the beginning, you're just like, you're cringing because you're like, wait, I sound like that. I thought I sounded better than that. But in general, yeah, I don't try to do like a radio or anything like that. Unless I'm doing trying to do something funny, I don't really try to do anything that's not natural. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay, got it. Okay, let's talk about uh, where to start. For example, if someone want to jump on this field to launch a podcast, uh, what to do first, second, uh, if you can share some checklist, what to do, it will be great. I would first start out on like what, do you want to talk about? Because it's going to be the biggest thing. And mind you, don't talk about too many different things at once. I see too many like either job ads or like things for freelancers. Like I want to do these three. And I'm like, well, that's great. But you need to start with one because the problem is that we think 
your podcast is going to be for everybody, but that's not really how you think about it. You think about it as being a niche type of thing. You can eventually grow out. You can make your own podcast network if you want, but for right now, start with a niche, start with something you're really good at or something you actually daily research, something that you know, really at the back of your hand that you can talk about for hours by yourself, mind you, because there are also, there's different types of podcasts. So this is an interview podcast. There are things called solo podcasts where you talk, as I joke around, you talk into the void because you don't really hear anybody's feedback. So you just talk. And so there's that. And then there's also co-hosts or more than one. And that is, there's always pros and cons to each one of them. So you got to figure out which ones you actually want to do. I try to do co-hosts, but the pro, the con is that sometimes they don't show up. So I decided to do a solo podcast. So that's kind of how I figured out how to do all this stuff. Cause I was solo doing it all by myself. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Uh, what about microphone? For example, you know, it's interesting. Um, I often listen to uh, Gary V podcast and he can uh, repurpose content from his conferences, uh, uh, meetings and uh, sound is not good but it's so popular so uh, let us know about microphone is it a good idea to start with buying this one or can we repurpose from different formats when sound is not good well i mean it's a great time to figure out which microphone right now because you can get anything from a 20 dollar microphone to a 600 microphone i think there's even more expensive ones but there are differences so there's two types there's two types of microphones there's something called a condenser mic there's something called a dynamic mic. Now, most people have seen the dynamic mic of the Shure SM7B that Joe Rogan, I think Gary Vee, if he does some of his podcasting that isn't on the go, is actually using. It's the most, I guess, well-renowned one, but it's expensive. I mean, if you aren't really making money, don't go for that one. I'm, And you got to figure out what room you are because room acoustics actually affects your actual sound. So if you have all hardwood floors, that will bounce off into the ceiling, into the walls and everything else. So it's not even just the microphone, but also the room acoustics. So if you have a hardwood floor or a, or a concrete floor, anything that's not carpet, put a floor rug down on there. That will actually help trap a lot of the sound. Put some foam pads on your walls. I mean, put some pictures. Pictures are actually really good. Anything that kind of diffuses the sound is actually really good for it. And then go into... If, if you're sound treated or soundproof. So sound treated means go for dynamic. Dynamic mic will have like some rejection around like the back of it. So this is a dynamic mic from Audio-Technica. I think it's the BP30, I think it is, but it will have some rejection in the back so you won't hear anything in the back. So as you can think about it, dynamic is listening, but it won't always hear everything. Condensers are different. They'll hear everything around you. So you'll hear like, the car whizzing by, you'll hear everything that happens within your room. So if you don't have a good sound treated room, you might want to go with a dynamic mic. If you do, you can go with a condenser mic and have it a little bit farther away. I have a dynamic, so I have to have it a little bit closer to my mouth so I get the best sound from my mouth and reject more of the sound from around me. Yeah, yeah, nice tips. Okay, uh, let's talk about how to retain audience longer, listeners longer. Uh, because, you know, uh, people uh, bounce content, any content, articles, video content, audio podcasts so fast. 
uh, you need to hook their attention, to catch attention, to provide a strong reason to listen to the whole episode, the entire episode. And uh, how to do it, you know, <laughs> what kind of intro we need to create to retain them longer and, yeah, to provide a strong reason, you know, to stay tuned the entire episode. Well, first off, podcasting is a long bet. It's not a short bet. So if you're thinking you're going to take off in like two months or something like that, you may. I'm not saying that no one does, but you need to think about this as a long bet. So like do this for a year. See if you're actually getting traction. See if you're actually getting more downloads. Like do this for a year. If you're a topical one, like a podcast in a specific genre or a specific category, make sure you're talking about something that's topical that's actually what people want to listen to. I mean, you could research it with like we, the public, I think is, or answer the public, which basically is looking at the Google searches and seeing what people are actually searching for within your own topic. And you can do that for free for a limit. It's very limiting, but it at least gives you a step in the right direction. Google alerts are always good. I have Feedly with, which for one of my oldest ones about video games. So I have all the stuff that's going on through video games filtered through my Feedly so I can see what's going on within the industry. Plus with following different types on Twitter, like you see different things going on. And so you can react and try to talk about those things. I mean, also having guests on is always a big bump because guests do, depending on how popular or how renowned they are, they can do bumps for you as well. So I would say if you're starting off, just mix it up, try to figure out what, which one works for you and look at the downloads and see which, why this downloaded more than that. Now, sometimes like I found out, I think it was a month ago, some podcast apps will kind of like skew the downloads and make it look like one's more popular than the other. For example, Samsung free decided to download all one of my podcast episodes quite a bit, even though they may not have followed it. So I got like a huge bump and I was like, where did that come from? So it really depends. You got to kind of take it with a grain of salt. Sometimes that was kind of like, Oh great. No, that actually isn't great. That's actually just Samsung downloading it for all the listeners for whatever reason. So try to try your best to understanding. Unfortunately, podcast analytics isn't great right now. It's still going through a lot of teething issues. So you kind of got to like weigh it. I would weigh the seven day, like how many, how many downloads you get for seven days and then 30 days and then kind of see the 24 hours too. So Look at all those, weigh those, see where your people are coming from. Are they coming from Spotify, Google Podcasts, which eventually I think in a few years will just turn into YouTube Podcasts instead because Google likes to change everything. And then Apple Podcasts as well. So you really have to do a lot of research. You really have to have a lot of, I guess, determination because you're not really going to get a lot of feedback in the beginning at all. And so if you don't, just keep going. Just keep on pressing through. It'll get better easier once you start to like figure out your own workflows yeah nice nice okay uh let's talk about patience uh you have your podcast for seven years it's a lot you know yeah almost decade but you know i found uh one study online that most uh people who start podcasts don't record the second episode because they can't get results from the first one. I don't know how to get results from first one, second, third. It takes time, you know, to improve quality, confidence, uh, to grow your podcast. Uh, Joe Rogan, uh, probably Joe Rogan had uh, some uh, popularity before launching podcasts, but even after that, he spent some time. Many great content creators, um, I don't uh, like 
for example, PewDiePie, he filmed 100 videos to get 285 subscribers. Today he has like 110 million. Uh, Mr. Beast filmed videos uh, an year and a half to get uh, 1,000 subscribers. So these guys didn't give up because of uh, not getting results. Can you tell about patience? How to be patient, uh, you know, uh, for a long time without engagement, without results, because uh, you have experience seven years, you didn't give up, you didn't stop the process, you didn't quit because of what? Tell us. <laughs> I just really believed in podcasts, but also it was just a discipline. So you have to discipline yourself to actually do it. I'm going to do it this time. I'm recording this time. I'm going to release it this time. And you got to keep on doing it. Not saying I'm perfect. Like there's some times where I just don't do it because something happens or I traveled or something, just something happened. But for the most part, I've done it. Now I've gone through different versions of my own and switched it and changed it because I learned more things and figured it out. That's why it's mostly my one that's been the longest running one is still about PC gaming. Cause I went very niche and just went, I'm just talking about this, which helps because you don't have to research. I don't have to research everything about gaming because it's not about PC gaming. It doesn't matter to me anymore. So it is about disciplines. You have to discipline yourself to come to record. Maybe you don't feel like it. There's some times where I don't feel like recording, but I do it anyways, because it's the discipline. It's the habit of keep on doing it because when you stop is when it's easier to keep this, not do it beyond. And what you're talking about is called pod fade. So a lot of people won't even get through their second or even their 10th episode because it's pod fade because it takes time, which a lot of people don't know. Podcasting is easy to start up, hard to continue because you have to put in the time like everything else. Yeah, yeah, totally about that. Uh, okay, uh, you know, once I had a conversation with Jim Edwards, um, he worked in Business Insider for 10 years. He started on this company from scratch. Then uh, the company was sold for uh, $500 million, 1,000 employees. And he told me that their success uh, depends on creating non-boring content in boring niche. So, and, you know, uh, uh, I love listening to audio podcasts because I can get new insights, new ideas. But I still get some boring podcasts, you know, that's good for sleeping. You know, when you listen to them, you can sleep well all night, don't remember anything from that. Can you tell about recording non-boring episodes, non-boring podcasts, uh, any insights about that? You just got to, like, make it interesting and curious. So, I mean, it's it's all about, like, telling people, like, in the beginning, what are you going to be talking about a little bit? And then kind of, like your main topic, or if you actually have a main topic, you're just going to be top topical and then switching it up. Like you got to switch it up. Unfortunately, that's, that's how people like it. They like the unknown of things sometimes, but it's just you making sure if you're reading from a script, don't act like you're reading from a script. Cause people can tell when you're reading from a script, people can know that you're like looking straight ahead and you've got that very monotone, no fluctuation in your voice whatsoever type of, script so you got to make sure i would say practice it if you need a script i've been doing this for so long i don't really need a script as much anymore but that's because i'm very flexible with what i can do but if you are reading from a script just make sure you practice it enough where it becomes almost section nature to you and it's it's almost like your normal speech if you're reading from a script and it's very monotone and you hear it's yourself back as a monotone type speaker it's going to be boring for a lot of people you might want to re-record it. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. Uh, once I read a book uh, from uh, Damon John. Uh, uh, he uh, is one of producers uh, Shark Tank, and uh, he shared interesting story on this book about a girl, uh, and uh, she was uh, so uh, uh, how to explain like uh, herself. I mean, like uh, introvert, you know, so introvert, and. Uh, she uh, didn't have any friends. She didn't have any confidence. Once she decided to uh, create a blog about herself. And uh, after some time, million people followed her because uh, she was herself. She didn't copy others. And uh, many people are the same, you know, like million people are the same, you know, introverts. Uh, and um, I don't remember exactly her name. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll probably will try to find uh, on this book, Damon John. But, you know, it's interesting that he shared uh, that it's better to be yourself. Don't copy others. And you can find someone who can follow you. Uh, and But I see, you know, when people are not funny, now, when people, uh, um, you don't need to be funny. You don't need to uh, copy others. If you're not funny, you can find your format. Uh, tell about being yourself. How? What does it mean to be yourself when you uh, launch your podcast, record episodes? Uh, any insights about that? Well, it's about how you act like normally, like in your daily life. Are you sarcastic or not? Are you basically, are you a little bit more shy? Do you, do you? pause a lot do you say well i would say get rid of your ums and ums but if you do it in the beginning it's fine but be cognizant of that as well because i remember i think i listened to a when i was a guest one time i was like i did great and then i heard it back and like every like five minutes there was an um and uh, and i was like oh i gotta stop that but figure out your own flow like i always say for me communication is about like the flow of it so if you if you're feeling it you you'll feel it if you're not then figure that part out look at how you just talk normally if you talk normally like like i'm doing right now that means that you're doing something right if it doesn't feel that if it feels weird and unnatural well it's new first of all so be patient with yourself you'll figure it out your first few episodes probably won't be the best but just still do it and still see what you can improve on because it's always about improving on something like i said i broke my history three times like I was freaking myself out because I had no idea how I did it. Well, I kind of did. I was using FeedBurner before it died, and then I had to like figure out how to fix it. And then I just switched over to podcasting hosting sites because a lot easier just to let them deal with it and pay money for it. But that was my thing. That was my mistake. And then I had to figure that part out to do it. But like I said, in your speech, figure out during your daily life and you just have to take a little mental notes about how you speak and then just emulate that through there. If you find something that someone does on a podcast, you want to try to emulate it, then emulate it as yourself, not them. Because when people kind of figure out that you're trying to emulate somebody else and you don't put it in your daily thing, they can figure that out, but you can still emulate. You can still try new things. If it doesn't work, never do it again. Yeah, yeah, agree, love it. Yeah, great insights. Okay, let's talk about business goals. Uh, for example, uh, many podcasts are entertainment, uh, like Joe Rogan. You know, uh, he can get 
lucrative contract like 100 million dollars no just for uh having this podcast on spotify but uh let's talk about business goals for example companies if they want to launch podcasts to uh share value with their audience customers or uh, cover sales funnel how to do it how to submit call to action how to sell products if you have your podcast uh and to try to sell uh ads uh, anything else just give uh, business goals to help your customers well there's a few ways of doing it there is ads there's also dynamic ad insertions where they'll put them in and hopefully try to tailor it to what you like it hasn't really worked with me i've listened to a few and be like I, I have no interest in what that is so pick and choose on that one you can also have some ad some podcasting hosting sites do have ways of you inserting ads and you can do that there are a few ways if you want to monetize it now you can do sponsors of episodes and so i would say that if you're going to get into contracts do it six months or later because w- what businesses need to understand is that in a few weeks, you're probably not going to get very much traction. This has to be a long-term ads. It cannot be just short-term, maybe one month. It's got to be six to a year to more because that's what po- that's the nature of podcasting. It's a long game, as I said before. Now, for the podcasters, because there's a different side, you also can do merch, and there's a lot of different stores you can do merch on. You can also do subscription models, which... A lot of the bigger ones do, but you can still try it and try to emulate it and try to do your own little spin on it. There's various different ways. There's buy me a coffee. There's Patreon, subscribe star. There's a ton of them now. I mean, pick and choose which one you actually want to go with. Now for just the stats for just ads in general, it's kind of interesting because just for just the advertising category, B2B, which is business to business, if people don't know that one, it's about, <laughs> this is through Megaphone by Spotify. So this is not my stats. It was a 1,254% uptick or huge turnaround for people doing ads through that one. Travel and Leisure was about 362% for year over year. This is just the year of it. And then Medical and Pharma was 244% plus. So there's a huge, huge uptick. If you want to do a B2B, you could probably find a lot of ads for that. If you want to do travel and leisure, you can find a lot more. So it is about the specific type of category you're in. And I know businesses that may be interested in podcasts. I would say if you have something to talk about and it's not about always selling your own product, then do it. But if you're, if you're about selling your own product, don't do it. It's an infomercial and people don't like infomercials and they know they're being sold to. So just do an ad instead or be a guest on a podcast, which is another great way to figuring out if you want to do something like this, be a guest, figure out if you have something to say. If you don't, then retry again. If you just have a product to sell, just do an ad. It's a lot cheaper and you don't have to go through this mess of figuring out what equipment to buy, what host to do, how much you're going to, how long you're going to do the podcast is a weekly, monthly, daily, or whatever yeah yeah nice valuable um you mentioned a few times about mistakes that you did you know for me it's hard to count how many times i made mistakes i keep doing them because you know it's the way to learn something new and i remember when elon musk shared about mistakes if you don't do mistakes that means you are not innovative enough so uh, and uh, the second quote from shaquille o'neal 
uh, someone asked him about his mistakes and he told uh, that he doesn't feel mistakes are mistakes. He feels it's like learning because if you start something new, you need to do it. You need to learn uh, through mistakes uh, and it's just education, nothing else. Uh, can you tell about your mistakes you mentioned a few of them but uh, anyway uh, i see when people stop doing because of mistakes uh, they can't overcome them uh, and uh, tell about mistakes how uh, what kind of mistakes you made and how uh, it can help you to go ahead to improve to update what you have uh, and provide much better product well, yeah, I mean, the RSV is the biggest one because if you break that, you, no one can get your episode. So instead of me always trying to go in the back end and figure out how to fix things, I just went to somebody mm -hmm. else and be like, please take care of it because I don't want to spend more countless hours trying to trying to fix the things. I think the other one was the ums and uhs because it's fine if you say every once in a while, but people get turned off when you say it too many times. And so be sure you're doing it. So, I mean, a practice that I did and I had to really – focus in on this is that if because your brain sometimes thinks faster than your mouth can talk just pause a little bit so if you're trying to go from one idea to another just be like and here it is this idea pause and then go on so your brain and your mouth catches up at the same time and i had to figure that part out do i still do it every once in a while yeah i still pop in one of those every once in a while but train yourself to like slow down you'll have to get every information out of the gate in like five seconds because I think that's another thing that we do as speech as well is that we try to like do it really quickly. So people get everything. And so they're really interested in it. And you're like, well, no, just calm it down. Podcasting is a conversation and that's what you think about it. And then you're thinking about mistakes. Well, yeah, it's, it's your mindset. If you think a mistake is a learning experience, then you will learn from it. If you think your mistake is a failure, a detrimental, and it's a black mark on your life, then you'll never do it again. And that's a mindset. You're going to make mistakes if you're doing something new. I make mistakes when I do something new. It's going to happen. There's no way around it. You don't know what you're really doing. You have to figure it out. It takes, I think I keep on reading, it's like a thousand, a thousand, ten thousand. It's a lot of hours to become an expert or to understand what you're doing on it. So unless you put in the work, you're going to make the mistakes. It's fine if you make mistakes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, agree with that. Uh, okay, let's talk about finding ideas. Uh, can you share your methods, how to find ideas that you want to share on your podcast? And uh, any tips for uh, anybody else, you know, how they can find ideas, uh, resources, anything about that? I would say one that was really helpful. There's a couple books by David Hopper. One of the biggest ones was his thing called Big Podcast. And he goes through just how to like do everything in a podcast. So I would say read that as well. He has another one about different types of like ways you could do podcasts as well, book review and everything that can also help people with like trying to figure out how to do this as well. Me, it's, it's, it's gaming. So it's like playing games, like understanding the latest games that are coming out. Maybe not always watching the award shows, but at least watching the trailers in the award shows. Cause personally, I don't really care about awards. They're more a pat on the back for the industry and the people in the industry. I say just make a good product and people love it. That's your reward in and of itself. But I would say, yeah, if you're in the industry, understand what's going on in the industry, understand who the major players are, understand what if it's product-based, what the new products are, if you can get your hands on it, more the merrier for that as well. 
try to understand like what people are talking about and then using that as well as your jump board or springboard to talk about things as well. Put your own spin on it. Be controversial to a certain extent, but be controversial because you have opinions. Podcasts are about opinions. So if people don't like your podcast, you may be doing something right. You may be doing something wrong, but it's a, it's opinion based. So everybody's got an opinion. If you have an opinion, share it. If people like it, they'll like it. They will also hate it too. So be sure you have a thick skin as well because it happens. I mean, uh, I think I'm actually going to dedicate my next episode. Someone said that my podcast sucks because I had a differing opinion with him. So I might just dedicate it to him as well because it's like, you know what? I'm going to have fun with this because I don't know this person and he tried to insult me and it's, it's fine. Like no one's going to like everything you do. You're never going to appease everybody. No one's ever going to be happy with everything you do hundred percent. So find that little niche of people that actually do like what you're talking about. And then go in that direction. Who cares what the other person is saying? They don't like it. They don't like it. Yeah. You remind me of one content creator, a uh, successful YouTuber. And once he shared the video uh, to haters, he asked them, please, I- I'm looking for new haters. Uh, my uh, previous haters started to love me. That's not good because I usually get a lot of comments from them, hating comments, and it can help me to grow, you know, to increase engagement. Please <laughs> find me new haters who can <laughs> hate my content. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I think, yeah, it's live. If you have haters, that's okay, you know, because, uh, uh, but, you know, it's interesting. Uh, um I found uh, many content creators have different approaches to haters. For example, Gary Vee mentioned that he doesn't care about them, but he is trying not to read their uh, negative reviews because he understands he's not perfect. He's far away from that, but uh, he want to be himself and uh, he has audience who loves his content. So it's better to work for them. Uh, but when he gets uh, hating comments, he usually uh, skips reading them. Uh, Seth Godin shared the same, the same uh, method. Uh, he stopped reading Amazon reviews of his books since uh, 2011, more than 11 years ago, because of this hating comments. Um, he doesn't want to know that someone uh, doesn't like his book. That's okay, you know, if you don't like it. Uh, it's your choice. But uh, for me, for example, if I dislike some content, I have no time to hate it. You know, I have no time to leave this negative review because many other things to do. Uh, it's just not my opinion. It's not my way. That's okay. Uh, I, you know, I don't think that we have the right opinion or wrong opinion. We have opinion. Yeah. So you can uh, justify any opinion. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, uh, Brett, can you tell about methods how to grow your podcast, how to get more downloads, how to advertise, uh, any any insights how to grow your audience? I mean, there's a few ways. You can do a newsletter, which is like the tried and true email newsletter, which is always good to actually have. I actually need to get back onto that, but there's that way. There's also advertising. So there's something called Audio Go, which basically is very similar to what a podcasting ad interface looks like. So you could do your own podcast. You could pay for voiceover to do your own podcasting ad, upload it, and they'll upload it to different ones. There's also Overcast has their own ad platform. And it's not bad to buy ads and just get new people that way because they'll either click it, like it, 
or they won't. I mean, it really is up to them if they want to do something like that or not. A podcast ad does it. They also have Apple and Spotify all have like voluntary ones where you can just fill out an uh, ad or fill out a form to actually do it that way. And they will pick you. If not, that's really kind of just based on them as well. There's a bunch of, I can't remember the top of my head, but there's a bunch of podcasting newsletters that say, Hey, post your link and we'll, we may put post you on Friday for that one as well. So there's different ways you got to put in the work a little bit on there as well. But I would say ads buying ads, if you have the budget for it, if you don't, it's fine. But if you have the budget for ads, do that. If not emails, newsletters, if not just free promotions through your own social accounts is always a good way of doing it as well. Also just figuring out ways of just building your own personal brand is probably the best way of doing it. So if you're on LinkedIn, find a way of doing it on LinkedIn where you're going to be talking about something that you're passionate about that may be part of your podcast may not be, but still it's something to grow. So people are like, Oh, I want to listen to them, which I'm probably going to be doing in 2023 is probably going to be doing videos through LinkedIn that are going to be about podcasting gear and kind of helping people through there. Cause I feel like even though people do it on YouTube, not a lot of people do it on LinkedIn. Like not all people talk about that stuff on LinkedIn and I feel like that's a good spot because we're all looking to grow professionally on LinkedIn. So go where people are looking to grow professionally. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Can you share more insights about ads? Uh, so uh, where to set up this ads, Google ads, Facebook, or any other platforms, uh, the best way or the best practices that you know? I would, I would stick with just like overcast and all those are specific to podcasts. You can do Facebook ads, but they're really expensive now. They're not really that yeah. cheap anymore. So I really, I would shy away from that unless you have the bigger budget to do that. Google ads, you can, but again, I mean, Google ads does everything. I want you to like really be specific and do overcast podcast attic or audio go because those go to the specific podcasting places like Pandora, all that stuff. And even audio go, you can go as to cities as well. So you can pay for a certain, and their, I think their threshold is 500 is the minimum amount you can spend. So like I said, if you don't have the ad spend for it, don't do it. But if you can do that, and then you can go to your specific thing. Another great old school way. And I've been thinking about it. I haven't done it yet. It's just do billboard ads through really crazy traffic areas and just do billboard ads that way and say, Hey, do you have a minute? Listen to my podcast. I mean, that's a great way of doing this. People are already sitting in their car. So might as well advertise through what, and then I'm in California. So we just have traffic. I mean, it's never when you're going to, how far the destination is, is how bad traffic is. That's how we can say it. But if you're in a city that has billboards in high traffic areas and you have the budget for it, spend a little money there. It, get eyeballs there. Just make sure it's 10 words or less because people can't really read more than 10 words or less on a billboard. Yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah, I think uh, it's better to test many different things, how you can uh, grow your podcast. Uh, okay, Brad, I have the question. Uh, let's imagine you started from scratch without seven years of experience, without anything, you just completely from scratch. What will you do today to launch your podcast and grow in one day? Grow in one day, I would, first of all, just sit down, figure out just what I'm going to be talking about, the gear I'm going to get if I need gear. If I don't need gear, then I'll throw that one away because I already have all the gear. But that 
maybe figure out maybe just use fiverr and actually have someone build my professional logo make sure i have the logo make sure i have the assets for the intro for that already in place because a lot of times it's just asset building it's not even just like doing it but it's asset building where you can keep your workflow figuring out the right software to use and there's tons of them people heard of additions but there's reaper there's hindenburg which i've used studio one six as well and some and the ones I'm talking about, Hindenburg, Studio One Six, and Reaper, are not subscription models. Unfortunately, Adobe, great software, I still have to pay for it monthly. And I don't really, right now in this type of economy, I don't want to pay for it monthly. Like I just want to pay for it once and then use and then use it for as long as I want to. So that I mean, using the right equipment, using the right software, Audacity is great because it's free, so you can get started on that one. So it's like picking the right hardware software first and then going in and then i would say if you want to do it you could pre-record five episodes as long as you're not topical topical it's a little bit harder because you can't do it beyond a week or so because <laughs> topics change all the time and something big might happen if you already pre-recorded it you're gonna have to be like well either i have to re-record that or i have to add in something to that as well so figure that that as well Make sure you're signed up or you know which players you're going to be signing up for. You have to have at least one episode to put on Apple Connect, Google Podcasts, Spotify, basically all of them. You have to have at least one episode up and also record your trailer. The podcast trailer is very important because it will get people to be like, do I want to listen to this or not? And you can give like a 15, 30, I wouldn't say beyond 30 seconds if you're just doing a straight trailer because just to keep it as short, as concise as you can but have a podcast trailer up and ready as well just helps quite a bit, but that's how I would do it. And then, then I would have assets already built for social sharing because that's the easiest way of doing it. If you're going to do video, I would have the right things for shorts or if you use TikTok, I'll use that as well. Cause it's a great generator of interest to listen to it and ha- make sure you can split up things if you're going to do a video podcast into bite-sized little things or bite-sized little clips or audio clips to help as well and just be be someone that engages within the community as well because that's the biggest thing you're building community so engage within the community that you're trying to build as well yeah yeah nice nice uh but i have the, the final question uh, uh can you forecast the future uh, what kind of future will be in podcasting industry? Because many things are coming, metaverse, I don't know, uh, name them. <laughs> so uh, what do you think? Uh, is it a good idea to start today uh, to adapt to this format? Because future might change uh, customers' mindset, people's mindset, and they will ignore podcasting. Uh, any insights about that? Right now, it's a great time to start. I think there's about 20 million podcasts. and There's about several billion blog posts or blogs in general. So we're not even at the high trajectory of the blogs. And in the heyday blogs, everybody was telling you to start a blog. Now, I also understand that podcasting, you can turn into a blog, you can turn into a video, you can turn it into short clips. You can, you can do a whole ton of things with podcasting that you can't really do with blogs because blogs is only writing. So you could use podcasting in many different ways. So yeah, it's the right time to start right now. But like I said before, understand if you have something to talk about and if it will be sustainable because sustainability is what will carry you through it if you're talking very there's niching and there's too much niching so don't niche yourself too much where it's like 
well, I've run out of things to talk about because I've niched myself too much. So yes, right now you can. Will things change in the future? Of course. But right now, people, like I said, there's pod fake. People don't really last 10 episodes when they're recording podcasts. So be the one, be the top 15% or less that do more than 10 episodes. And the, and the stats grow smaller and smaller. The, the There's only like 5% that last 50 episodes and there's barely like 1% that go beyond hundred. So be the 1% that goes beyond the hundred because the hundred episodes is that hump of you've actually created that habit. So yes, it's the great time to do it. Just be sure you understand what you're talking about. You have the right gear budget wise because budgets are important. Don't overspend your budget. If you can't buy that microphone, don't buy that microphone, buy something else that can be just as good for you for the time being find out the podcasting host you want to be on. There's Lipson, blueberry captivate. There's a ton of them out there. So find the right one for you or anchor, which actually may start to become Spotify creator studio. They're changing it for whatever reason, but find the right one for you and then start recording, make your mistakes, learn from your mistakes and then go on. But yes, the right time is now. I mean, it's better to do a podcast than live live audio because live audio is not doing very well right now. And so podcasting is here to stay. Live audio will be a, probably be a feature in the future once the podcasting hosting sites figure out that they should actually add that as a feature for live stuff. Yeah. By the way, you remind me one interesting quote that the right time was seven years ago. Today, it's the second right time. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Brad, it's a big pleasure to get on my show, to learn from you, tell our audience how to reach, how they can reach out to you, learn more about you, follow you. I'm on just about every social media. I may not be active on every social media because I was a public relations student. So I was just trying to figure out social media, but I'm on Pinterest. I'm on LinkedIn as Brett Deister. I'm on Twitter as Brett Deister as well as probably my the LinkedIn and Twitter are probably the two main ones that I actually do a lot. I'm on Instagram as Dicer B. So my last name plus the B part of my first name. Not so much. I'm trying to figure out that one. If you're on Vero, which is an Instagram competitor, I'm trying to get more into that one because it's actually really interesting. So yeah, you'll find me anywhere. But my two main ones, I'm really I'm more active on Twitter and LinkedIn as kind of like my main ones right now i think twitter i to be honest with you i think twitter is gonna be the most interesting for podcasting right now because of what all was everything's going on i'm not against what all these changes i'm just reacting to all these changes if you don't agree with it that's fine there's a ton of them but i think twitter is gonna be the most interesting spot in, in social media next year yeah, nice, interesting. I think Elon Musk knows what to do. You know, he has experience. You know, to grow businesses. Uh, so yeah, uh, uh, Brett, it's a big pleasure again to, uh, that you found time you now to speak on our podcast to share valuable insights. Guys, you can find links uh, to uh, Twitter, LinkedIn account in the description below. Listen to us on Apple, Google, Spotify, and see you next time. Thanks for listening to this entire podcast. Please rank your experience in Apple, Spotify, Google, or any other platforms that you may use. Also, please share your ranking mark on chat at seotools.tv to get a special gift. We'll see you soon on other valuable audio podcasts.